0: Should you fire all your cops now, so crime shoots through the roof, and hire a bunch of social workers, so that in 20 years from now, crime will drop, or should you keep your cops, hire some social workers, and then 20 years from now, if crime does drop, then you can fire all your cops. Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So Vox's the Weeds has a new episode on Defund the Police, one of my favorite topics, I figure I'll make, you know, it's probably my 11th uh, episode on the subject. A quick reminder, I mean, they're woke, so they're not going to talk about this, but I did a whole episode where I ran through the math, and the Washington Post police violence database shows that Black Lives Matter is a conspiracy theory, unarmed civilians of every race are killed by the police, proportional to the amount of violent crime that that race commits, and the result of you know, the racial reckoning, all the protests, all the riots starting after uh, George Floyd was murdered in late May 2020 was an increase of 5,000 extra black people murdered. People are still not coming to terms with that one. I heard someone say 2,000 the other day. It's, it's anyways, the, the correct number is going to be five grand. All right. So anyways, let's do this. Let's roll. I think that's what the passengers on that flight, you know, on 9-11 where the, the airplane landed in the middle of a forest in Philadelphia. I think the passengers are like we're not gonna go smash into a building and they said let's roll. So does defund the police really mean defunding the police? The party line for the mainstream media is to say that's not really what it means. It means taking money away from the police and giving it to uh, social workers. And I don't think that's exactly right but whatever. And then have the police been defunded? Well a bunch of cities reduced their police budgets, and then crime shot through the roof, murders, and uh, then they gave the money back. You know, basically laws and politicians who got elected or canceled or repealed or whatever, that's all been a mixed bag, although they certainly have not defunded the police. So some stats, and this is Vox, right? They're super woke, so if their stat is in support of the police, you can take it to the frickin' bank, because they hate the police. I mean, they're racist as hell, and not against black people. But, uh, so, I've said this before, but every ten cops you hire, that that, uh, reduces murders by one. One murder per year. And the effect is greater in black neighborhoods than white neighborhoods. So this part is new to me, but all over the world, when you reduce police, it increases crime. Like, I guess London had some austerity measures a few years ago. They They reduced the police, boom, more violent crime. And apparently this goes for the rest of the world. I mean, it makes sense to me. Another good point is that police reduce crime now. Like the th- the stuff they want to replace the police with, I mean I don't even think it'll work, but let's say that it did work. It's gonna reduce crime sometime in the future. Like, you know, I wanna do uh, early childhood development and all and it'll reduce crime. Like, well when will it reduce crime? Oh, uh, you know, ten years, twenty years. I mean it you know, may have to do a couple generations of early childhood development. So in 40 years, man, it's the murders are going to be super low. All right. So this is Vox. So they got a girl on there. She's the, she's the woke one. You know, the one guy, he lists a bunch of stats that just, (laughs) just obviously show that defund the police is stupid, even though he's woke too. But anyways, she can't get it through her thick skull. So I think I'll just throw in a little clip of her. This is just, you know, this is just how people are. I think that this conversation to me always feels a bit unmoored, right? Because the fundamental thing that I think that most people believe, right, is that it would be great if there was, you know, no crime and no reason for the state ever to be enacting violence. And so I think that little clip uh, is a good example of how woke people feel about this stuff. Like, you know, she says the state enacting violence. That just means she doesn't like the police. She thinks the police are violent. They're a bunch of violent racist pieces of crap, and she doesn't like them. That part's not unusual. But the more interesting thing is, she says before that, she's like, this conversation is always feels a little unmoored. You know, like, it's not tied down. It's not, um, it's not concrete. It's not uh, based in the real world. But anyway, she has to say that. First off, th- that's the exact opposite. The exact opposite of that is like, oh, police stop crime and all you woke people are getting black people murdered, right? That's the truth, right? That's the, just the bottom dollar, you know, solid as a post in the ground truth. But if she let herself understand that, like, you know, if that sunk into her brain, I mean, that would change everything. She'd be like, oh my God, these last several years, I've been the bad person. So you have to say, oh no, this, this whole, all these ideas and all these concepts are just floating around in the air and we can't tie anything down. Anyways, it's very easy to tie stuff down with stats, but she can't handle it. That's uh, pretty interesting. Good microcosm that lady there, boy. That lady is woke. She goes on and on about it. She talks real fast. I like that about her. She's actually good on other subjects. But um, like basically, I think her perspective. This is another thing about her perspective that is, you know, it's a good microcosm of woke people. Is that she cares more about, you know, like the violence that cops do to civilians than she cares about the violence that civilians do to each other. I mean, you know, that's BLM in a microcosm. They're like, if one cop kills one black man, the whole nation needs to stop and riot. But if, you know, a thousand black men are killed by a thousand other black men, well, that's just business as usual. So anyway, she's part of that thing. I mean, they never say that, right? You just, you're not, uh, what, it's racist to mention black-on-black violence. Because otherwise, that's just like the instant uh, defeater of, of you're like, what? We got to stop these cops. You're like, what about these thousand murders that just happened in the last three months? Oh, that's racist. But, Anyways, uh, an interesting stat. So, cops do reduce murders, but you know what they reduce even more? Property crime. And I'll tell you what, I am not afraid of being murdered at all. But uh, I'll tell you what, for one thing, my mailbox, stuff from my mailbox, Amazon. I buy stuff on Amazon, and it gets stolen from my mailbox. So if cops can reduce property crime, I mean, that's really what I want. My tax dollars, or your tax dollars at least, should go towards more cops to reduce property crime. So is every time you hire another cop, does that just boom, instantly reduce crime? I mean, obviously that's simplistic and not true. Cops need to be uh, used in the correct manner. And so apparently the thing that really works good is hotspot policing. This is where, you know, like, you know that corner where they're always selling drugs or that corner where, you know, 10 people were shot last year? Well, that's where you send the cops. And that's how you reduce crime. That's where the crime is. You send the cops to where the crime is. And obviously, woke people ain't going to like that, because those are not the cor- some corner in the suburbs. So, you know, a person might say, well, you know, I want the murderers caught, but I don't want uh, cops going after property crime criminals so much. Like, I think of these flash mob robberies we got going on, and, you know, shoplifting in San Francisco, et cetera. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, that's not whatever that's not a crime that people should be convicted of but so the question is if you just hire a bunch of uh extra homicide detectives does that reduce the murder rate while you can just you know let people go around doing their uh, supposedly harmless um you know larceny and robbery and it sounds like it doesn't work it doesn't work that good you can't just stop the super violent um murders you got to Actually, here's, here's what's interesting. You can have the police focus on stopping all this shoplifting and robberies, and you can lower that. And then maybe that will even lower the murders. But you can't just lower the murders and let people all off on larceny and robbery. Which, I like that result. Ha ha. Ha ha. All these people are going around, you know, running into a Nordstrom and filling their arms with jeans... They need to be, uh, justice needs to be served on them, and I I agree. All right, so the lady makes a good point. I mean, she is smart, and she's complaining about how, like, how I was just saying, how people are like, social services, you know, that ain't going to stop no crime, at least not anytime soon. But on the flip side, you know, some sort of reforming of the police, uh, that ain't going to do anything. You know, is that going to do anything at all? And if it is, it ain't going to do anything soon. And, you know, I'm not saying police are perfect. I mean, I think, basically, when you deal with asshole criminals all day long, it turns you into an asshole. So a lot of cops are are assholes. They are. They just act like assholes. I mean, uh, if you get pulled over, right, I mean, you're terrified. You're like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible. And when, and when the cop lets you go, you're like, oh, sweet, right? I'm just so much relief. Even if that cop is just super nice. But, I mean, you know, so whose position does that support? Um... You can stop crime by having more cops. You can't stop crime anytime soon with social services. And also you can't reform the police very easily. So I guess long story short, basically you can have, you can get rid of some cops and have lots more crime and less people being harassed by cops. Or you can have more cops. You can get rid of the crime, but more people are gonna be harassed. And apparently that's your options. You ain't got no other option. So the guy is talking about, is it possible to reform the police? And he's saying that, you know, basically you can kind of compare America's police to police in other countries. And you will find that our police are much more violent than, you know, police in Japan or Norway. I mean, those are a hell of a couple countries. Those are the two of the most peaceful countries on the planet to pick. But anyways, I'm sure our police are much more violent than theirs. And he says America just ain't like those other countries uh, because of race and guns. And then he doesn't talk about race anymore. I'm like, come on, what do what do you mean? What do you mean? Why does race prevent? Why does race make police violent? But anyways, he goes on about guns. And basically, in America, you know, a cop has to assume that anyone they're dealing with may have a gun because they may. And so, you know, a super nice uh, social worker in Japan can go check on some. Crazy person because that crazy person doesn't have a gun. But in America, when you go check on a crazy person, the social worker is going to have to have police backup. All right, it's not going to save any money. The cops still have to go, and now you got to add a social worker to the whole thing. And then it's going to be interesting. At some point, we're going to have more of these social workers going out, and I I imagine they're going to get shot and killed. They're going to get murdered, and then uh, we'll get some news stories on that. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be a bunch of Karens. But obviously, you can't change race, so however however that affects things, which he didn't explain, and then changing guns, uh, that's not easy. Makes me think of when Missouri, I don't know, a few years ago, Missouri ab- uh, abolished their background checks, and it had zero effect on murders between white people, but murders between black people, like, shot through the roof. So, you know, those white people are like, yeah, I don't want to pay money, I don't want to wait, and uh, they were right, but then it had the unintended consequence not easy. These are not easy problems to solve. So they're talking about traffic stops. The lady wants traffic stops to be automated. I mean, I can see that, right? You can have cameras that read your uh, license plates. And, you know, why does a cop need to pull you over when you're speeding? I mean, they can, who knows? You could speed, you could speed past probably 20 uh, cameras and get 20 tickets all in a row and, you know, whatever that would make raising revenue pretty good. But the guy's saying, you know, he uses... New York, I think, has better stats. So a lot of times you hear about this stuff, they give you New York stats, right? I think it, it, it does apply to other large cities, but you just don't have stats on those other cities. But anyways, you know, how do cops take guns out of the hands of criminals in New York? Well, the answer is they get a lot of those guns during traffic stops. So you stop the harassing cop who pulls you over and is a real jerk to you and, you know yelling at you or not answering your questions or whatever. I mean heck, you know, for me, see I don't carry a gun in my car, so I'd be like, sweet, get rid of that. Wouldn't you know, it would just it would make my life better, sure. Just send me a ticket. Plus I use cruise control and go the speed limit, or five over. But I don't live in a neighborhood where people have a ton of guns and actually use them on each other. I mean, where I live everyone's got guns, but no one shoots each other. Or at least not outside of their own household. I guess here's the point. Getting rid of traffic stops is kind of like defund the police. It'll be great for white people who live in good neighborhoods, and it's going to be terrible for black people in bad neighborhoods. So how do people feel about it? Well, October 2021, 15% of Americans want to defund the police, so not a lot. And again, black and Hispanic people don't want to defund the police. It's white Democrats. That's, you know, that's who wants to defund. So what do people want? Well, I mean, they're not against, you know, more mental health services and drug addiction services. They just don't want the police funding reduced. You know, they don't want it to be a teeter-totter where you take money from the police and give it to the social worker. They're like, you know, I mean, I agree. Like if for some reason you think the social worker is going to help, then fine, hire a social worker and send them in. And so this is interesting. So, you know, you got this teeter-totter that people want to take money from the police, make that go lower, and then make the social services side on the other, you know, go higher. But that's not how the money works. Police are done at, like, the city and county level. And then social services are done higher up at the state and federal level. So the city, they can defund the police. They can take money away from the police, but they can't add social services. The state has to come in and do it, or the feds do. Not that easy. So this guy has a good point. Like, what if you really wanted to do, defund the police, but do it in a way that works? You know, do it the right way. Like, currently, defund the police is like, okay, we're going to stop having cops, and then we're going to have social workers after that, and then that will be, you know, and then supposedly that will stop crime. But in fact, that's backwards, because what it is, you need your cops. You need your cops now, because you got your crime now. And so, you know, if you want to fund social workers and somehow they can get crime down to zero, well, at that point, you can defund the police. I mean, if there was no crime in America, I don't need a cop. All right. And they're almost they're only like halfway done with this thing. But I think I've I've had enough, at least for now. So uh, Twitter handle at religion of woke. And one interesting thing is the weeds, this podcast, uh, the people keep leaving it and going to The New York Times. And about a year ago, like, the people, were so, the people who were leaving and going to the New York Times were so frickin' woke, I was like, yes, get them the hell out of here. I don't listen to the New York Times, so go to the New York Times and ruin them some more. But this guy that I've been giving the stats from, I mean, he's... He gets more woke at the end that I don't mention, but uh, whatever. He's pretty data-driven, and he's not really that woke. And he's going to the New York Times, so I've been noticing this. some of the... Yeah, you know, like, basically, like... A year ago, people that I hated and they were so crazy woke were going to the New York Times. But then like in the last six months, people that I love and they're anti-woke are going to the New York Times. So I think the New York Times is trying to turn the ship around, turn the aircraft carrier 180 and stop being a bunch of liars. Now I don't know if they'll succeed. I don't think they've done it yet, but that's something to watch. Okay, thanks for listening.